Welcome to Caddy Wampus. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to us again. This is Caddy Wampus, and I'm Leonard. And I'm Celeste. And we are completely out of our element. <laughs> um, not Just like in life, always. Literally always out of our element. I can't even begin to tell you how much so. But anyways, all right, here. Well, a lot more people listen to us than I thought they would, like, within the first moment. And we thank all of our friends and family that probably grabbed other devices and played it. <laughs> Yes, preach. we will be on iTunes soon, I hope. I hope. Like we're, we're like on every other one. We're on some major ones, but it's still no iTunes. And I feel like, does that Which tell you so the times? Like, funny. <laughs> like, the last time we did a podcast, it was like iTunes immediately. And nobody else. Absolutely nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Android, which nobody listened to. And I still couldn't find how to actually find a podcast on there. I still don't know. Woo! Anyways, so this week, we would... We thought we would talk about something that really pisses us off and at the same time is completely different from where we come from, which is parking and driving. It seems like such which a small thing. We had parking and driving where we came from. Yeah. But it's it's different. Horrible. It's different in every city you go to. Like even when you go to vacation, you know? If you vacation somewhere, it's not the same as where you live. And maybe that's because you know the streets or maybe it's because you just know where you're going all the time and where to park and where not to park. But I noticed that here, the place you don't get to park is anywhere, essentially. I didn't realize it was such a perk to have parking until yeah. we moved here. Like, I had this interview and they were like, oh, and we have parking. And I was like, wow, what a perk. <laughs> I think we made fun of it too, didn't we? Yeah, we're like, we're like parking oh, is a park. Wow. And then, and then I start my job, and the quick thing I re- finally realized is because where I came from, uh, the first news station I had, you know, it was dedicated parking for everybody. There was usually, there was always plenty of parking. There was never a time where I'm like, I have nowhere to park. I have to park on the street. Um, but that was also an option. If I had to, I could park on the street. And for I get, free. Yeah. I got here, and next thing you know, I'm like, oh, where am I supposed to park? So I, like, text my boss and ask him. He's like, oh, find a meter. Like, a meter? Or like, oh, or you can buy a parking spot in the lot across the street. And then we look into it. It's like a hundred and what? I it's don't like remember. It was, a month. And then we looked at public transport, because we live 25 miles outside of San Francisco. Yeah. So... It was like, okay, well, you could take, like, Caltrain in, but then you have to get parking for Caltrain, because we don't live by the Caltrain station. We're still, like, ten minutes away from a Caltrain station. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, buy parking there, buy a Caltrain pass, but then Caltrain stops at, like, the beginning of the Embarcadero, so then you'd have to take the Muni (laughs) or the Bart. I'd have to take the Muni or the Bart, or I'd have to walk, which, if you don't know me, which... Yeah, I don't walk. <laughs> I just I don't have the endurance to walk her. that far. I just don't because I came from a city where you don't walk anywhere. Everything's too far away. You don't walk. In the valley, you have to have a car or you have to have several hours for the bus. Or really good friends. 
really good friends. Really good friends. Like, the best of friends. I guess Uber, too. Because, like, taxis weren't a thing. Like, (laughs) there was a couple taxis. There were. You didn't get in them, though. (laughs) They they look like the kind of taxis that you would find in, like, South America that would, like, kidnap you. (laughs) They were just not well kept. They were terrifying. And I only ever saw, like, three. And all of them went to the airport, the small airport that we had. That's pretty much it. Yep. Although, where I grew up, Sanger, there was one taxi cab in the taxi car company. That's a lot of taxis for Sanger. Yeah, it is. You know, with the number of people, that's a perfect amount. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, when we got here, we didn't think of it. And then when we did think of it, it was already too late. It was like, well, we already put down our deposit for our apartment. We already live here. And also, I will have to point out that there is no way I would just leave a place because of parking. Although it, get, it is getting that bad. Maybe. Maybe I will leave a place. <laughs> Calling it quits. Okay. So let's talk about the specifics here. Now, obviously, everyone deals with traffic. Everyone deals with crappy, like, small parking areas. But it seems like it's emphasized here compared to where we came from. I always felt like River Park, where we were uh, in Fresno, which is the main shopping area for most people, that was bad parking because there was just so many people and it was so hard to like maneuver. Didn't even consider that there are places where people are driving trucks and SUVs that only smart cars can fit. I'm like, (laughs) how did you get your truck into there? I just don't understand. Like there is a shopping area near us where it's it's not big. It has like a Best Buy and a Home Goods and like a Chipotle and some other stuff. Parking from hell. It is. Like right in the beginning. And it's your instinct to first make this left turn into hell. We know not to do it, but we still do it. We turn <laughs> into like the very first area where it's like closest to the shops. And from there, you're just either going to get hit, you're going to get yelled at, or you're going to yell at somebody. Or you're just going to be stuck sitting there forever. Yeah. We were there last weekend and we were sitting behind a truck in another car forever and then this toyota comes up beside our car yeah, just so like thinking wide thinking they're gonna sneak on past where are you gonna go yeah what's your plan here it wasn't even big enough for the truck in front of us to carefully go forward with somebody coming towards him like it's it's in it's so maybe maybe we're just crazy maybe we're just crazy and we just just, don't understand maybe we're just those small town folk but it just seems like it's harder here and we aren't used to the big city when it comes to that stuff oh my god everyone who listens to the everyone who's listening to this and is from a big city i'm sure you're like what are you talking about that's how it always is well imagine a place if you will i'm just gonna take you on a journey here (laughs) where anywhere you go there is parking not only is there parking but there is good parking and the most you'll have to walk is maybe a block, maybe, and not even a full block, like one of those weird half blocks in the older parts of town. Like that's where you'll have to be. Where the worst parking was for us was Tower District, which was the older area of Fresno, where there isn't like a lot of parking spots. You don't have a lot of places where you can like, none of the shops have like their own dedicated parking. You usually have to park on the street, but you could always find a spot. Yeah, we were there for a day mm-hmm. a couple weekends ago, and we just pulled right up into the tower district. No and problem. Found a spot. There's never a moment where I'm like, oh no, we can't do this. We, we and have I to wasn't go home. nervous driving the jeep around. Yeah, we Such- have a jeep and we have a smaller car. 
like the smaller car I choose to take everywhere because Especially to new places <laughs> whenever we're going to a new place we're like gonna take the spark we know it'll fit yeah it seems logical to do that i don't know am i crazy that we maybe we just overthink this maybe we are and and really it's like every parking sucks not really the smaller the town the better the parking except in fresno they really think they are a bigger city because in their downtown area they make you pay through the nose to park oh my god that was so annoying it was like oh do we have to pay uh, i really want to pay for parking here it's like how much is it gonna cost my life here you go at least there's parking and there's stuff to do like that was the problem with downtown fresno is there's nothing to do so paying for it doesn't make sense like i'm paying to walk and maybe get like accosted by somebody that's essentially what you're going down there to <laughs> sounds do. sounds like a good time to me like there were a couple of good places you could go but they actually usually would have their own parking or they had metered parking directly out front where you didn't have to pay that much because usually it was just like, I don't know, Quesadilla Gorilla, which is just like restaurant, a fast foodish style restaurant. Or didn't the one downtown parking. close? It did. It was <laughs> closed. I only I went to it a couple of times with with friends. One specific friend, uh, Tommy, who always wanted to go. There. He was like, Gorilla? Like, sure! And then every time, I would always think we're going to the one that we always went to, which was um, closer to a high school uh, in Fresno. But nope, Tommy always went to the one in downtown, because it made sense. We lit, we worked in downtown. But I'm just like, it's not as good, because I just, I don't know, it's just not as good. Although, one time I did have a quesadilla that had an egg on it. And it was the only place that sold that. And it was so good. It was like a fried egg on it, and it was just oozy and so good. This went in a different direction. This, yeah, sorry, I, got <laughs> on that. Uh, I got off on that exit. Speaking of which, ooh, that was oh. a good transition. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Anyway, so freeways, freeway, freeway driving in the Bay Area, just driving in the Why Bay Area. Why are they so small? That is something. So when we first got here, we were trying to figure out what was so different about the 101 versus everywhere we've ever been, because we've driven... Every part of San, of uh, California that you could think of, everything from the mountain towns to like SoCal and everything in between, and it's all relatively the same. But then you come to Northern California, and <laughs> like everything else, it's smaller. The streets are smaller. The lanes on 101 are just tiny. I'm like, is this big enough for my car? I don't know. It's not. <laughs> it's literally not big enough for a lot of cars. Like big trucks are always riding on that edge yeah and it's terrifying and people only have two speeds super fast or so god-awful slow that you it's don't like think why are we going anywhere. 40 why are you going 90 the speed <laughs> limit is 65 someone didn't figure out how to do medians you know mediums you know how do you find that middle ground i'm like i go 70 you know and have you ever found yourself when you're like on the 101 going fast like relatively fast like 70 75 and then you're like i might die if i go even one mile an hour faster and then a tesla comes up and <laughs> just blows your doors off and you're like oh okay i guess he's gonna live forever i don't know <laughs> i if i did that i would die but well, i mean we've seen so many accidents on the 101 and i've driven the 99 i drove the 99 for a decade and I never saw an accident happen. 
yeah. on the 101, I've seen four in four months. I was dropping you off at work on Tuesday, and we were stuck on the 101 South. We weren't moving. And we get closer to where the backup is really happening, and a fire truck had closed off a lane because there were seven cars on the side of the road that had, like, rear-ended each other. I just, I, <laughs> there's so many people. So many people that it becomes dangerous. <laughs> like, honestly, if we go somewhere and we have to park and then go inside and deal with all the people and go back out to the parking lot and wait and wait for all the stupidness to ensue for us to even get out of this parking lot. By then, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Let's go back home. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we particularly chose to live outside of the, the city so that we could get away from the congestion. You don't get away from it. You just don't. I mean, we don't have it where we live, but... No, we do. I mean, there was that first week we were here and we used the spark to get between all of these like crazy stuck cars because everyone was trying to make the same turn and then nobody was moving and the only reason we oh, were able to that's right we're it, headed to mountain view yeah and it was just so back i'm up. just saying like in our like little 10 mile radius like no you experienced it when oracle which we live near oh my god when or okay so traffic is fine until oracle's day end comes yeah then you were stuck there works at you're stuck there forever i was stuck in a stoplight for a half an hour or longer i don't it took me two hours to get to san francisco that's insane i just don't know on what day was it? Thursday? With uh, it was North when bridge? The bridge. The bridge. So Thursday, yeah, because yeah, there was Thursday. a bridge that goes to North Bay was out. It took me an hour to get down part of the Embarcadero. Just part of it. Which you were tweeting. I was live tweeting because I was stuck. I was stuck at stoplights for like multiple routes. It was, it was awful. Everyone that was working that works in the South Bay seems to live in the North Bay, I guess, because. They had to come through San Francisco to be able to get home or get over to the North Bay because the Richmond San Rafael Bridge had concrete that was falling from the upper deck to the lower deck, which hit a car, hit a Mercedes E-Class and damaged the front end of it. The guy was, this is, this is how I feel like how rich the guy was. The guy was <laughs> decided, I'm going to call 911. I'm going to tell them about it, but I'm not going to stop. He was on his way to the airport. And he was not going to stop. Well, you got to catch a flight, man, especially out of SFO. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you were stuck in traffic for two hours. Yeah, it took me two hours to get home. And again, <laughs> we live 30 minutes away from the city. With if, no traffic. With no, if like perfect conditions, you know how Google does it. Like, oh, you can make it in 32 minutes. Yeah, I don't think we've ever made it in 32 minutes. I do at night. Oh, yeah. At night, yes, because... You get off it, of work at 11.30, and if I leave at 11, I know I'm solid. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it blows my mind how bad traffic is sometimes. And it doesn't, doesn't, it adds to the anxiety of being in a new place. I feel like I'm always stuck in traffic, just on a freeway, sitting constantly. You know, and I guess maybe that's why people do choose smart people choose to live in the city that they're working in yeah i mean when we were in fresno it only took us like 15 minutes to get to work no matter where we lived 
I started work and ended work at the same time as everyone in Fresno, so it would take me sometimes a half hour, 45 minutes, depending on if there was congestion and construction. Yeah. But that's still nothing. The 99 always had construction of some sort. Still probably does. And it was always closed. Yeah, every exit. Just always closed. That's another thing that I've noticed is that there's not as much construction because there's just no way you can close something here. Yeah. And then you have things like when a bridge starts falling apart and then you have to. And like the thing about Fresno is there was a while where I completely swore off the 99 because it was under such heavy construction that you couldn't move. It was taking like 40 minutes to get 15 minutes away, which was like insane. So, but I was able to take surface streets. It's just. Oh, it's so bad. Surface streets here, like, there's some places where I'm not sure if you could take a surface street because there's, like, a body of water separating you from the other side. It's almost like we need to see... You know what? Look at your phone right now and see how long it will take us to get to San Francisco if we were to leave right now. Because it's Saturday. And what time is it? It's, like... 5.47. Okay, so technically this is what... It's not really rush hour because I don't think on the weekends you really have a rush hour. It's Saturday. Yeah. Now we live. We live like what? How many miles away? Twenty miles away. Uh, twenty-five. Twenty-five miles away. So right now it would take forty-four minutes. But remember, it is raining, and everyone loses their shit when it rains. Oh my god! I have a story. Okay. (laughs) So when we first got here, my first day went really smooth. I got in. I was you know, my wife, you know, Celeste dropped me off. It, I got in there, started working, well, kind of working, like a little bit of training that, that I, I got that first day. And then the next day happened and it turns out it was raining and I get a message. Well, yesterday, the day before I had gotten some advice saying, Hey, you know, it's going to be raining. Just be careful out there. And I'm like, okay, like you're going to experience what it's really like to drive in the Bay area. Cause our first day, we really didn't have any problems. It went pretty smoothly. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I could do this. This is going to be great. You know, feeling like a college <laughs> freshman on the first day. And then the second day happens. We immediately know something's wrong because as we're approaching where to get on the one one it's backed up. And we're like, that's not good. And like, we weren't moving. Yeah. We were stopped. And we're like, it's fine. We still have like, well, we were only leaving like 45 minutes. No, an hour before. No, an hour. An hour before. Which last time was so much time that I got there super super early. And then we realized, you know, we were able to kind of like judge by the exits if I was going to make it. And it had taken us 25 minutes to get one exit down from where we were. Like, this isn't going well. So I'm, <laughs> I, I jump on Slack and I'm like, hey, traffic is insane. I don't know if I'm going to make it on time. They're like, oh, yeah, you're experiencing. Yeah, don't worry. Just keep us updated. I'm like, okay. And so finally, and this is before we realized which route was better, which always takes time. And that first time you realize your route is bad is usually such a bad experience. <laughs> Let me tell you, this was a bad experience. We used to take the 101 all the way into the city. And when you do that, you are left let off into a part of the city that's very congested. 
But the first time we did it, it wasn't that bad. Like, it was a little congested, but it was... But we were like, it's the city! Yeah, it's not a problem. <laughs> How naive. Whatever. And so we <laughs> get in there, and now we're moving even slower. Like, I'm already late for work when I get to uh I remember we got, like, off of the freeway at 8.50, and you started at 9. Yeah. And I'm like... There's no way. There's literally no way. And so I'm smashing them again. Like, I don't think I'm going to make it on time. Like, okay, just keep us updated. And I'm like, all right. And then we get to this one stoplight. Is it on Harrison? (laughs) That street can go die. Because You know, I think I was stuck at Harrison for 20 minutes the other day. So, yeah. Harrison is like the worst street, apparently. And so we're trying to get up Harrison. And we are now been there for 30 minutes. I am now very late for work. And I'm also very far away. (laughs) So I'm like, I look over at my wife. And I'd seen this guy in front of us just jump out of his car and go and just start walking. And I'm like, should I do that? She's like you want to i'm like i just don't think we're gonna move i just don't think we're gonna move what was happening was we had two lanes where we were and one of the lanes went away but there was one lane that like went onto the freeway yeah and instead of going onto the freeway people were using that lane to go cut into the line of cars at the other side of the stoplight and there's also a lot of buses and how big was that and like when you were waiting for the light it was such a small, it was a small amount area. of space yeah. it was like basically you're gonna wait in the intersection which caused even more chaos so i'm like all right i'm just gonna run so i jump out of the car <laughs> and start running literally and i text my bosses again i am running i will be there i promise and so now I'm running. Remember, this is day two of my job. I am running through San Francisco. And I am keeping up. I'm just trying to find out where Celeste is just in case, like, oh, maybe I can jump back in the oh, car. Oh, let me know. Let me tell you. I sat there for, like, another 15 minutes. Finally got <laughs> through. And then I finally got through a couple of stoplights, got on the Embarcadero, and was like, cool 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 so i see an open spot like oh i can pull off here and leonard can jump in it'll be great so i pull off to the side and then a van traps me in yep Para- <laughs> double parks right next to her i get a second to sit down and i'm like all right i guess i'm <laughs> like i don't think this van is moving yeah. and i can't get out i keep running finally cross the street i'm getting closer i'm like at the street right where i'm going to cross to get to the building and my turn to go. I wait a second because I see this car kind of like creeping, but I didn't, it stopped. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. I start going and guess what? That car goes. I get hit by the side mirror, which is great. And then I text my bosses, hey, just got hit by a car, but I'm almost there. <laughs> it was the side mirror. Don't be dramatic. <laughs> I mean, when you get hit by a car's side mirror, that's driving and continues driving. You lived. Anyways, they're like, are you serious? I hope this is a joke. I'm like, it's not. I'm okay. Don't worry about it. I'm almost there. And finally, I get in, and they're like, don't ever do that again. (laughs) I'm like, I wanted to get to work. I should be given roses. (laughs) (laughs) Not a reprimand. You should be carrying me through the streets on your shoulders. I did everything I could to get here. But I understand what they're saying. Don't get hit by a car. It's not worth it. But at the same time... 
it was my second day, and I am a very nervous person. <laughs> so that was my first experience with bad traffic in San Francisco. I got stuck somewhere, I ran through the city, and I got hit by a car. It was great. I think it was probably the best introduction to this whole time that we've been here. And from that day forward, we never took the 101 into the city. God, no. We get off on the 280 and just, and just let us off more on the Embarcadero. More importantly, I've learned, you know what? Traffic happens and there's nothing I can do about it. So when I get to work, I get to work. And I, I just make the decision to stay late and make up the time if I need to. Which, since then, I haven't really had... I've had like a couple of times where traffic has gotten in the way. Now I just know if I leave at this time, I'll be fine. Because the time I work now seems to always be pretty clear. But, uh, all right, well, we're going to take a quick break and maybe even come up with another topic. I don't know. We're gonna, we'll be back. All right, so we were figuring that it's probably better to end on more of a positive note than a negative note like we have been. In our one episode. In our one episode. So from now on, at the end of every episode, we're going to start talking about the things that we like about the place where we currently live. And as we live here longer, I guess, it's going to be more about just like the positive things that we like about places we get to go to um so i'm gonna let celeste start because she's had way more experience with this place than me so take it's mine's gonna be a little bit more um convoluted so well when we moved here you started working like four days after basically it was essentially we moved here and then moved in and i had a weekend and then i started yeah b on the other hand we moved here i was unemployed for a month and a half and now I am on week one of unemployment again. Yay. That's another thing that I don't know if we could take a whole episode for it, but it's kind of hard to get a job here. Yeah, that's a whole financial thing. <laughs> Anyways, the positive. Anyway, the positive. <laughs> and like, also on another note, you know, I, I'm sure driving in places like Seattle is worse. I oh yeah, remember. Seattle, New York. Like if you're if you're listening from anywhere over there, just ignore us, obviously. Or like skip to this part. So <laughs> my sister Heather lived in Seattle, and she would talk about how they would close like certain parts of the freeway, oh. or they would like lead to other places or no. something crazy. And now she lives in Montana, and it snows there. So yeah, we and do I have it know, better than some. I don't know how to drive in snow. I do, but it's not fun. <laughs> The rain happens here and everyone loses it. I get nervous yeah. enough. Yeah. So I guess driving here isn't that bad. It's just an adjustment. Definitely. Everything that we're going through right now is an adjustment. So on a happier note, the thing that I like about living here, my one thing, is one thing. <laughs> I like being able to go outside. So where we lived in Fresno, it was always either very hot which we are yet to we are yet to see the the summer heat here yeah so that'll be an episode because we don't have central heating or cooling where we live so yeah if it gets hot here um i think we might die we're probably gonna die but in fresno it would get up to like 110 sometimes and it's like you don't go outside 
You just yeah, you do just it. don't. And then when you were inside, you kept it at like seventy. And <laughs> you could, then besides, you could afford it. Besides the weather, maybe it's just where we lived. But I even lived in Clovis, which was like a nicer part of the valley, and I still didn't like feel completely safe going outside. There was always shootings happening, and I didn't want to get shot. No, and you know what? You're right. Like especially where we live right now. It is so much nicer. You can take a walk. You don't need to worry about it. Um, there are other parts of the Bay Area where it's not like that. You just know not to walk there. But where we are, it's so nice to be able to go out yeah. and like walk the slough. We that's have this our wonderful house. slough behind our house, and you can see the San Mateo Bridge from it. Yeah. And it's by the water. There's always lots of birds there because mm-hmm. it's like a, a what is it like it's a reserve? A, yeah, it's a nature reserve or so, wildlife preserve. So there's always all these lovely birds out there, and I can, like, walk the dogs around our complex at night, and I feel perfectly fine. And Fresno was like, this little sketch, one time, one time, no, two times, we had a police helicopter. Oh my god, searching through our complex Searching through our complex. There was a time that (laughs) we had that happen, and then as we were walking to the, um like grassy area where you're supposed to walk your dogs there was somebody hiding in a bush like yeah. full on hiding in a bush so i had to track down a security guard which was hard to do to tell him hey there is someone hiding in a bush over there oh okay and then he didn't go so needless to say i didn't feel too safe going outside ever either from heat stroke or crime here i feel fine I've taken the dogs out at 5 a.m. I take them out at 11 p.m. Like, it never changes. Yeah. All right, so for me, I'm struggling right now. I'm going through a ton of issues just mentally and um, just even, like, when it comes to work, when it comes to a bunch of stuff. So having a positive attitude has been difficult. But one thing that I do like and I've always liked about the Bay Area is the atmosphere that you're in, which is... Be creative, be different, it's okay. I do like that. I like that you don't get judged. Where we came from, there was always some sort of judgment that was going to happen. And to anyone who would deny that, I would say that's because you were probably doing some of the judging. And (laughs) maybe think about why you want to deny that. It's like if you didn't fit in a mold, you were kind of an outcast. Which I never really fit in a mold. I tend to make friends with people. People end up liking me. So they forget the part of me that's super weird, super awkward, just like... Or they embrace it like a true friend. (laughs) Some do. Some embrace it. But a lot of people just tend to, you know, I I, I tend to adapt to them. And that's just kind of how it works. Um, But here, I can do what I need to do. I can be as creative as I want. And there are places I can go to buy the things that I need to be creative. I love film cameras. And there are a thousand shops here that sell film and that's amazing i love that um on a more personal note it's hard for me to like a lot of things here i don't really like san francisco because it's a dirty city and i think in the first episode i mentioned how much i didn't like in fact my co-worker who listened to the podcast was like yeah i noticed you don't like san francisco i'm like yeah that's that's a pretty easy to tell but 
you can't deny how beautiful the moments are here. Like, there are moments you're driving past the bay and you're like, wow, I live here. Or I'm working in the uh, building I'm working in and right out the conference room is the um, picturesque San Francisco Harbor. Like, it's got the ferry building, everything, and these massive city-style cruise ships that are just sitting off to the side. It's insane. Like, where we came from, the only water you found is if you went up to, uh, like, Shaver Lake or something. There were canals that were drained. Canals? Canals? Canals. Canals? There you go. What did I say? Canals. Canals. It's an owl. (laughs) It's an owl of the canal sort. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, but they were drained half of the year. Yeah, and, and homeless people lived in them, and then and homeless dead people bodies get, would, would wash up, up in there. Yeah, one time I think I saw a cow just like floating. Yeah, there was always a lot of farm animals that would die in those canals. That Not was, exactly your picturesque, <laughs> high quality H two O. And also, the skyline in Fresno, while at certain times could be pretty, was mostly smog filled. You're like, it's wow, very smoggy. look at this pollution-filled backdrop. And here, the only thing I ever see in the sky is fog. Actual fog, not smog fog. Which is much thicker than actual fog. Which is a real thing, and if you ever experience it, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, when we first moved here, a few, like a month later, there was the big wildfires, and we were covered in smoke day in and day out, and it was relatively like home. Yeah, we are like, oh... Who would have thought? Everyone here was wearing masks, and all I could think about is, yeah, this is just, uh, it's just normal. We had to go home for a wedding and your birthday. Yeah. And it was very, very smoky down there. We're like, huh, thought we could get out of it. Guess no. not. We got the fires from the north and the south here. It's great. <laughs> so there are so many good things to to be able to put into this place, to say about this place. I mean, literally, it's beautiful. There's creative people. There's good people here. And I have met incredible people too. Um, Hopefully as we grow here and as things get better and more solidified, I think right now we're in such a transitional period and it should, it feels like it shouldn't be because the last time we moved, we literally just moved out of our parents' house into our first place together. Um, So it's an unfair comparison because we were essentially still at home. You still knew the streets. Yeah, and you know everything, and you have, like, a big safety net We were net there. actually living just, like, a couple blocks over from a place where I had lived, like, as a child. Yeah. So it was, like, It was eh. a, a change. It was nothing. Here, it feels like we should already be in the flow of things. Things should just be normal. That's not the case, and we need to get into that mindset and accept that four months in we're still transitioning and maybe a year in we're still transitioning and it's so hard to let that happen i don't like it yeah (laughs) but we are getting there and if and we can go outside yes we can go outside (laughs) and walk around and get lost and not murdered hopefully (laughs) i mean murder happens anywhere right yeah murders happen so Hopefully this podcast, um, as we talk about more uh, exciting subjects and not traffic, which we just spent almost a half hour talking about traffic. It angers me greatly. I think it angers everyone greatly. 
But anyways, hopefully this podcast uh, helps you feel less alone if you're just transitioning to a new place. And maybe you have your own experiences that uh, match up with ours. And just know that you're just as frustrated as we are as you sit in traffic and small parking lots with your Jeep. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you again so much for listening. And please subscribe on whatever possible device you're listening to or whatever program what is it app platform (laughs) platform that you're listening to whether that's wherever you get your podcast except it's not itunes yet (laughs) yeah well i mean obviously if you found us you found us through something else so it's either spotify or stitcher unless you're listening to this in the future and we are on itunes in which case subscribe there i mean you're already subscribed why are we telling them subscribe there we don't even have social media so we don't have any way to plug ourselves you can find me at Twitter. <laughs> no, don't do it. Anyway. At Celeste Fest. We got some high quality content coming out of this brain hall almost every day. Yeah, don't follow me on Twitter. I don't I don't use it. He Twitter. doesn't use it. I use my Instagram more. You can also follow me at Instagram where I put out no content at Celeste Fest as well. I don't even know what my Instagram handle is. It, Torres underscore in underscore review i think think that's that's what it it. is anyways thank (laughs) you so much for listening to us and i hope you have a wonderful day and i hope if you're listening to this and and thinking that things aren't going to get better they will just like we have to keep telling ourselves (laughs) every day (laughs) get better i hope everyone has a great and a safe week we shall talk to you next time bye-bye bye-bye